0: well good weekday evening the time is 7 p.m today is thursday january 26th and you are tuned in to the weekly version of the parents of prodigals podcast i'm your host brother alan weir for this one hour plus block of time should the lord lead the parents of prodigals podcast is a program dedicated Committed and yes, even consecrated to the ministry of prayer, intercession, supplication, and even prayer warfare on behalf of our wayward and prodigal sons and daughters who have either wandered from the faith or have never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So we take this time every week. Read God's Word and to minister to the parents and guardians of these prodigals, sons and daughters, again, who have never surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ, or maybe some of them have wandered from the faith, the things of the world distracting them from their walk with the Lord. I've often said many times that I do not believe we are in the last days. I believe we are in the last moments, the last seconds, And the next event on the prophetic biblical calendar is the rapture the snatching away of all believers from the earth the word of god says in the book of thessalonians that the dead in christ will rise first and then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together in the sky in the air to meet the lord and after this event which is a blessed hope for believers we will go with the lord But here on earth it'll be followed by a terrible period of time called the seven-year tribulation period the great tribulation when god's judgment will be poured out on an unrepentant and rebellious world that refuses to acknowledge jesus christ as lord you and i who have unsaved sons and daughters do not want them to miss the rapture we don't want them to enter a christless eternity and so we pray we fast and we rebuke the powers of darkness that have our prodigal sons and daughters in bondage that's what this podcast is all about we usually go from seven to eight but for the most part we have been going past eight o'clock as the lord leads when people have called in with prayer requests this is a live a live podcast and we invite audience participation if you're tuned in you would like to share an insight, having to do with prodigalism. Maybe give a testimony, something the Lord is doing in your life or has done. Maybe you want to to share a scripture, something that you have to to say
1: can be edifying.
0: Iron will be sharpening iron this evening. Or most importantly, should you have a prayer request, we invite you to chat text your prayer request To this live podcast follow the prompts and we will see your prayer request on our board and we will bring it before the throne of grace and lift up your prodigal son and daughter to the lord praying for their deliverance from whatever is holding them in bondage their salvation that they come to a saving knowledge of jesus christ at this time we want to welcome we want to welcome a variety of listeners from different states. We have listeners right here in New York, California, Colorado, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Idaho, Georgia, Alabama, Maryland, Tennessee, Texas, Ohio, Utah wisconsin and west virginia i'm sure perhaps there are many other states that are tuning in right now now this is a live podcast but due to time differences perhaps on the west coast where there's a three-hour time difference some people will be listening to this podcast perhaps uh after they upload it or download it rather for that matter to listen to it at a later time some people even though there's a three-hour time difference are tuning in now whichever is the case if you're going to be listening to this podcast at a later time on a download it doesn't matter the spirit of god can move on a download as well as live the spirit of god has no constraints he can move during the day he can move in the middle of the night we commit all things to our lord jesus christ and to the holy spirit who knows all things sees all things and all things are under his control and command. This is a very special podcast. Again, this is a live program, and we want you to be an active participant in this program. We have a very special guest this evening on the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Our brother, Alex Diaz, is a member of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church and God has blessed him. In the past, we've had several uh, individuals who uh, do either through music or uh, their song. Brother Alex has been blessed with the gift of spoken word, and he has recited his spoken word several times here at our church, Soul Purpose Evangelical Church in Middletown, New York. And so he is going to be sharing with us this evening his spoken word, and his testimony on his walk with Christ, how he came to Christ, and what the Lord has done for him, as well as other insights that I'm sure he will bless us with regarding our concerns for our prodigal sons and daughters. Brother Alex, welcome to our podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Well, good evening, everyone listening in,
2: and I thank you for inviting me onto the podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to be here tonight.
0: Well, we're honored and privileged to have you here in this podcast. Uh, Now, before we go into our devotional, we always like to start with an opening prayer. And I am gonna ask my brother Alex to open our program up with a word of prayer.
2: Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you humbled in your presence. We thank you for allowing us to be here this day. Mm. We thank you for the breath you provided in our lungs and the vision you've allowed us to witness when we open our eyes. Father, we just thank you for everything you've been, you've blessed us with and Mm -hmm. bestowed upon us. We don't take it lightly. And I just want to pray that everyone tuning in receives your word, Father. Let the Holy Spirit work. We set the table before you, and we ask that you, Give us insight on what we will be going over tonight in today's show, mm-hmm. and just ask that you remove all distractions, Father. All works of the enemy stop this instant. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you, and I just want to pray a covering over over the show, mm-hmm. and just guide us. Take hot coals from your altar, Father, and pass it over our lips. Mm. Let us speak your words, Father, and your words only. Mm. We thank you in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> okay. That was that was wonderful, Brother Alex. Thank you so much. You know, when you were praying, um, it came to my mind uh, during our podcast, god-willing people will call him with prayer requests we do have approximately nine requests which we will be bringing before the throne of grace uh and all these requests are young people maybe one or two are adults but um all of these individuals um have either come to christ and we're going to be praying that their walk with the lord persevere Uh, the majority of them are uh, individuals my own children in fact for that matter um need to come to a saving knowledge of Christ and need deliverance from whatever the enemy is holding them in bondage to. So later on in our podcast, we will be approaching the throne of grace. Yes. Um, you know, prayer is not just supplication, petition and intercession, it's warfare. Yes, it is. Uh, we need to bind the powers of darkness, which hold our prodigals in chains. You know, many of us have prodigals who are living at home and it pains us to see them away from the Lord. Some of us have prodigal, unsafe sons and daughters who are incarcerated, and we worry about them in those unsafe environments. We pray for their safety as well as their salvation. There are those of us who we have no knowledge as to where our sons and daughters are. They're on the streets somewhere, maybe in another city or another state. Uh, The story of the prodigal son, the father had no knowledge as to where his son was right. no cell phones no instant message his son left home for a period of time and the father did not know where he was i'm sure he was full of anxiety and anxiousness and so and i'm sure he was praying for him as well yes. so we're going to take the time to lift all these requests up in prayer and we're going to rebuke the forces of darkness which are intervening and interfering with these folks coming to a saving knowledge of christ I want to get into our devotional this evening. The title of our devotional is The Prodigal's Wayward Walk. The Prodigal's Wayward Walk. And our scripture text is found in Jeremiah chapter 6, verses 16 through 17. Jeremiah chapter 6, verses 16 through 17. And I'll give you a moment to find that text in your Bibles. You know, years ago, a lady by the name of Svetlana Stalin. That name may ring a bell. She told the story of her father, Joseph Stalin, who was the leader of Russia from 1929 until 1953. In fact, Stalin wasn't even his real name. He took the name Stalin during the 1930s because of his cold and hardened personality and heart. Stalin in Russian means steel. The ironic thing was that at one time, stalin believed in god and when he was even a seminary student but his love for power his anger towards the world and his desire for complete independence and self-will away from any authority over him made him turn away from god eventually becoming a communist and a brutal di- and a very brutal dictator he was in every sense of the word a true prodigal and on his deathbed his last act was to use his last bit of strength left within him he lifted himself up in his bed and he shook his fist at heaven a moment later stalin was dead his wayward walk away from god eventually leading to this very moment and a christless eternity in hell keeping that in mind Let's read our text together. Jeremiah chapter 6, verses 16 through 17. I'm going to have our brother Alex read this text in the New King James Version, and then I will follow it up by reading it for the sake of additional perspective from the New Living Translation. Brother Alex. Yes.
2: In the word the Lord says. Thus says the Lord, Stand in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where the good way is. And walk in it. Then you will find rest in your souls. But they said, We will not walk in it. Also, I set watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet.
0: But they said, We will not listen. Mm. The New Living Translation version phrases it thus This is what the Lord says Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But you replied, no, that is not the road we want. I posted watchmen over you who said, listen for the sound of the alarm. But you said, no, we won't pay attention. You know, the Bible, God's holy word, describes the prodigal mindset or way of thinking as being one that does not want to submit to God's authority, but seeks its own path and walks away from the one true God and his path to righteousness, forgiveness, and a glorious eternity in heaven. And in their rejection of the gospel, our prodigal sons and daughters can walk in various wayward paths that we need to pray and fast that the Holy Spirit will take them off of and put them on a godly path. To eternal life i've narrowed down basically four wayward paths i'm sure there are others but we're going to focus on these four. First, there's the waywardness of priority the waywardness of priority what do we mean by that well in matthew chapter 13 verse 44 jesus compares the kingdom of god to a treasure and in his excitement in discovering it is willing and indeed gives up everything he owns to buy the field where the treasure is in order to obtain it eternal life with christ heaven and all its blessings are more valuable than anything else we can have in this short temporary life but sadly many of our prodigal sons and daughters don't bother to consider the things of eternity romans chapter 1 verse 21 says that even though they may know about God, they won't worship Him, won't acknowledge Him, or give him thanks. Their priority is this life, not the next. And we need to pray that the Spirit of the Lord open up their eyes to the eternal realities of death, hell, salvation, and heaven. And we need to, pay, to pray and rebuke against the powers of darkness that are making our prodigals focus on this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3-4 through four, tells us, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbeliever to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. In fact, that word veiled in the Greek is the word kalupto. Kalupto. It means to cause something to be covered. It's the picture of extinguishing a lamp, which would otherwise illuminate and reveal so that something is not visible. In a figurative sense, colupto means to cause something to not be known so that it's concealed. We need to pray that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not colupto, not veiled from our unsafe prodigal sons and daughters so that they will see the importance of surrendering their lives to Christ. Their lives are in mispriority, the eternal things of heaven and its blessings, and a walk with God are what count. The second is the waywardness of pleasure, the waywardness of pleasure. You know, the scriptures do not condemn pleasure. God created humanity with its emotions and desires, and life is a gift from God to enjoy And we all want to see our children enjoy life but when our unsaved sons and daughters are enjoying things that they take pleasure in that are not in alignment with god's will or word or maybe they're being lured or distracted or keeping away from the gospel because of these pleasures and they're not living for the lord then this becomes the issue second timothy chapter 3 verse 4 says that the ungodly those who are not saved who focus on this world and what it has to offer are, quote, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Luke chapter 8, verse 14 says that even when the seed of God's word is implanted in an unsaved heart, the focus on this life and its pleasure can choke out the word, as the unsaved heart and mind want to focus more on the temporary pleasures of this life and not on eternal things. We need to continue to pray, fast, and rebuke the enemy against this wayward focus on ungodly and unprofitable pleasures that are defocusing our prodigal sons and daughters from turning to Christ and focusing them on the pleasures which are temporary and leading them to a Christless grave. The third wayward path is the waywardness of prosperity. The waywardness of prosperity. And again, the desire for a provision, a decent home, and success in life, and all the other things, are not in itself evil. But when our prodigals are on a wayward walk of seeking and focusing on the material things of this world and give no care for their souls, therein lies the danger. In Luke chapter 12, verses 12 through 21, Jesus tells the parable of the rich fool a man who focuses only on this life and the material things of success. Verse 15, Jesus states that one's life does not consist of the abundance of their possessions. And as a rich fool focused only on prosperity, success, and the things he could acquire, he's told to himself to relax, eat, drink, and be merry, he says to himself. But in verse 20, the Lord says, you fool this night your soul is required of you and the thing you prepared whose will they be and so it is with the one who lays up treasures for himself for this world but is not rich toward god we see this all the time with young people who are watching music videos as these entertainers and performing artists focus on money and houses and wealth and success we see it maybe perhaps with our adult prodigal sons and daughters who are tied up in their careers focus on on acquiring things no time for god the things of eternity are pushed way into the background and not given any thought the fourth wayward path is the waywardness of piousness the waywardness of piousness now what do we mean by that Well, this wayward walk might be considered by some as the most dangerous as many of our prodigal sons and daughters especially those raised in church may mistakenly believe that they're okay spiritually maybe they attend church on occasion have a bible they sometimes read or mistakenly believe that whatever reverence they have is enough that's right you can be a prodigal in church But only when our prodigals admit their need for a savior, confessing their sins and accepting Christ as their Lord and savior, will their names be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know, several weeks ago, we had as a co-host, our brother, AJ Feliciano, who described how he was raised in church, took part in youth and ministry activities and went through all the motions. But he went on to say that it wasn't until he was 19 that he had a real personal encounter with christ and fully surrendered his life to the lord our prodigal sons and daughters will not see their names in the book of life by relying on the walk of their christian parents and whatever moral behavior or reverence they may have isaiah chapter 40 64 verse 6 says that all righteous acts are like filthy rags in our love for our prodigal sons and daughters we can be glad perhaps that they're not getting into trouble with the law or doing drugs or whatever they're not doing maybe perhaps they're living morally but we still need to let them know that without fully surrendering their lives to christ trusting in him and living for him their souls are still in danger they may have an appearance of godliness, but according to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, their lives are denying the power thereof. Now, you know, in discussing the wayward walk of our prodigals, we've touched on what I felt were four primary areas, but I'm sure there are many others that time didn't allow us to get into. There's the waywardness of popularity, as our prodigal sons and daughters focus on relationships and being people-pleasers, not turning to the Lord out of concern for what their friends and co-workers or even partners may say or think, or the waywardness of pride, as the very thought of admitting one's sinfulness, admitting one need for a savior and salvation, and surrendering one's life to God goes against the very nature of our prideful, prodigal sons and daughters. They might bow their heads in reverence on occasion, but they will never bend their knees in full surrender. Now, whatever the wayward path of behavior and lifestyle your prodigal is on, we need to all pray fervently that the Holy Spirit will convict our prodigals of their waywardness, compel them to humble themselves so that they will ultimately confess their sins and then confess that Jesus is Lord of their lives. And be fully surrendered to him and when we pray we must pray in faith believing the lord for the answer and entrusting our prodigals to his hands for what we know he will accomplish i say this at the end of our podcast but i'll say it now if you pray and trust the lord with your prodigal you will see them on the path to salvation but we must pray and fast and rebuke the forces of darkness. We will be doing that later on this evening. Brother Alex, any insights to any of this? Um, yes,
2: um, so unironically, every path you mentioned, I've mm. been on. Wow. Um, and we'll um, expound on that later. But yes, it's. Um, we live in a, in a gener- generation, mm. in a day where it's so easy to, be turned away, right from God, uh-huh. from things of the Lord. Uh-huh. Um, the entices of this world are so apparent. Um, before they were hidden, now they're out in the open. And you know, growing up, I was told when when things are hidden, and you're told about these things, you crave it. Right. That we're not seeing that no more in this day and age. Now they're out in the open. They're showing it to our youth. They're showing it to our, our children. And instead of backing away from it, we're moving forward towards it. Mm. And it's very dangerous. We live in dangerous times right now. We do. And for the most part, we're aware of that. But from what I've seen, and I think it's even more dangerous than what we're seeing, is we're not, we're not trying to contain it we're trying to deny it.
1: Mm.
2: And we need to one humble ourselves before the Lord and two go before the Lord and ask for the strength to fight against it. And I think the main the most important thing we need is reverence. Mm. People have lost the fear of the Lord, mm. which is why they are doing the things that they go forth and do. Mm. And it's it's sad to say that even some parents have lost that fear wow which is why they sit back and they watch their children get taken from you know taken to the world mm. and they have no idea what to do they've they themselves have lost their relationship with christ mm. and now they worry how can they get their children back to christ when right they themselves need to come back to the father wow so that's it's um it's just things that i've seen mm. and it's, it's it's worrying at times
0: well i thank you for those insights so and we're looking forward to hearing when we went over each of those four points and you said you've been through that we want to hear what you have to say about that our brother alex will be also blessing us with the gift that god has blessed him with the gift of spoken word uh, you know brother alex has shared his insights uh, our brother jamie shock is working our board but i'd like to hear what his insights are regarding everything we just discussed our devotional and the things that were just said. brother jamie what do you have to share for us
3: no i think uh certainly what brother alex had stated about the parents is very powerful right yeah um and they're subject to all these you know um leanings and drawings of the world too they the, you know they are afraid to be um stern. Yes. All right, because they want to be popular, you know, and you know, they don't want to be, you know, upsetting their children and doing, you know, the you can't be worrying about popularity as a parent. Your your job there is to lead and guide your children, right? Yes. And if you're a Christian parent, your job is to lead and guide them to the foot of the cross, yes. right? It's not just to take them to church. Right. And I, you know, abdicated that responsibility. I, I've said it before to my wife. You know, I um I grew up with my father at home. I didn't really have my mother there. And so I knew um how to be a provider, you know, and how to be a protector, but I didn't know how to be a priest. He worked all the time and that's what I thought being a good father was, you know, just providing, and providing. And so I worked a lot you know, in the industry I was, it was nights, weekends, holidays, the whole nine. Uh, but I felt good with, you know, my wife taking the kids to church and, you know, I would get there once a month, you know, do my thing. I, I prayed, I was saved. I, you know, but, you know, it was more important for me to provide for the family. Mm. And so, you know, Bible says, train up a child in the way you should go. Right. And, and we did that, but where, you know, you need to be, as a, a Christian parent, is leading your children. And if you're the man of the house, especially it's about being provider, protector, and priest of the home, you know, yeah. taking your your rightful place in alignment with uh, God, um, you need to be the one who's actively leading them to the cross in, yeah. in prayer, in fasting, in in the daily walk that, you know, this Christian walk is. And if if you're not doing that, repent, turn around. There's still time. Don't be discouraged. You know, that's, that's the devil talking in your ear, just like they're talking to, or he's talking to our prodigal children. Like you've done too much. You've done too much. He's telling us you haven't done enough. You know, it's too late. They're too far gone. And you just got to realize that that is Satan talking to you. We bind and rebuke him. Mm. We kick him in the teeth. We turn around, we repent, we get right with God and we move forward. Mm. And God is capable Mm. of restoring everything right? Yes. Everything and returning more to us. And I've seen it now, you know, my daughter's back in the fold and, uh, wow. I just, That's right, you know, <clears throat> for what I've been praying for, God is, 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 has shown me and done, you know, and I was sitting there, I was discouraged at, at very discouraged at, at times, but you know, God is faithful. We don't put limits on God. All right. We don't put time limits on him. It's done in his time, in his way, in his fashion, however he's going to do it. And that, that was my prayer. It was our prayer yes, that amen. God do yeah. whatever it is that you have to do to bring my child back. Yes. And, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very proud of you, bro. And glad to have you here.
0: Amen. Thank glad to God. be here. You know, when, when brother Jamie mentioned his daughter, um, this podcast Um, was inspired by my own burden for my son and daughter. And Brother Jamie and I had sat down and shared many times our concerns for our children, uh, them being involved in a certain lifestyle and certain things. And we both agreed to pray for each other's children. And we were very concerned. And we both agreed that the Lord needs to do whatever he needs to do to save them. You know, I mentioned this in previous podcasts, Matthew was called to follow Christ. Jesus looked at him and told him to follow him. And he, the scripture says he got up from his tax collector's booth and followed him. The fishermen were told, follow me. And the word of God says they immediately left their nets and followed Christ. It could be that easy. However, someone like Paul with his hostility and anger mm-hmm. had to be knocked off a horse and blinded. That's what it may take to save our prodigal sons and daughters. God knows what it takes to break uh, an individual, it could be a teenager or an adult, their stubbornness, the hardness of their heart, the closed ears, whatever it needs to be done, the Lord will do it. And he'll do it in his own time. We need to commit them to the Lord and trust his timing and his method in what needs to be done. And. You know, you both made a good point when it comes to the parents. They have a part to play, too. I, I I, did a devotional on the prodigal church and how churches are not preparing their congregations for eternity. We've read in the Bible about the prodigal son, and we talk about our prodigal children. I think I'll do a devotional on the prodigal parent mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, parents need to step up to the plate. Yes. And do what they need to do in accordance to Scripture. Right. Pray, fast and lead godly lives and be testimonies to their children, um, we may be responsible for the fact that our children aren't coming to Christ. Absolutely. That's some thought as well. Yeah well we've reached a halfway mark of the parents of prodigals podcast we're going to break into a musical interlude hopefully these two numbers will not hopefully I know they will will bless you encourage you and edify you and immediately following this musical interlude we'll return with the second half of the parents of prodigals podcast our uh, board person Jamie shock who will share his insights and most of all our brother Alex Diaz who will share his testimony and his gift that god has blessed him with of spoken word he has a very special spoken word for us i won't tell you the title but it's appropriately fitting for this podcast so um we will return with the second half of the parents of prodigals podcast stay tuned
1: El she died, El she died, Elia Yana Adonai. Each day you'll still be by the power of the name. El Shaddai, El, Shaddai, El Shaddai, Adonai. I will, I will praise and lift you high. Ha I will praise you till I, I die, will shine. shine. Through, Through the, the years you made, you made it clear that, that the time of Christ, Christ, Christ was near. Though the well, people, people couldn't see what a sight ought to be.
0: Praise God for that musical interlude. We pray that you were blessed by it. El Shaddai and Solo Su Amor, only your love. We're back with the second half of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Uh, Again, I'm your host, Brother Alan Weir, and we are here with our two brothers, our guest host, Brother Alex Diaz will be sharing his testimony in a few moments and blessing us with his spoken word and i won't give you the title yet but it is aptly and appropriately entitled and we're also here with brother jamie shock who works our board but also god is blessed with the deepest of insights that he shares as well we don't keep him on the board we we, we bring him in the mix as well again this is a live podcast and i want to remind you again we invite your participation we minister to parents and guardians of prodigals many times we can be concerned worried sometimes the enemy whispers in our ear that our prodigals are not going to be saved they're too far gone other kids can be saved but not yours the things are involved with, have them too deeply in bondage. That is a lie from the enemy. All things are possible to whoever believes. If you're in the faith, if you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you have a prodigal son and daughter, you too can lift them up before the throne of grace and entrust them to the Lord's care. The Lord will save them. But you must pray, even if necessary, to fast. Maybe even lay hands on them. Should the opportunity arise, many of our prodigals are in bondage. So we need to pray against the forces of darkness. This is a demonic battle. The earth is the battleground and the prize are the souls of our sons and daughters. We invite you to call in with an insight, a prayer request if you need prayer. Maybe you need prayer yourself, encouragement, strength, and comfort. Maybe you have a prayer request for a wayward son and daughter that is weighing on your heart or a scripture you wanna share or an insight. Iron will be sharpening iron tonight as it has already been doing. Well, it's that time. Our brother, Alex Diaz, again, is our guest host and he's gonna be sharing his testimony, what the Lord has done for him, how God has blessed him, his walk with the Lord, Uh, he hasn't always walked with the lord there was a time when he was wayward himself and so he's going to be sharing his walk his path to coming to christ brother alex tell us about your walk with christ how did you come to christ what led you besides the holy spirit of course (laughs) to come to a saving knowledge of christ
2: um yes so um i've heard a lot of testimonies throughout the years um, <clears throat> that I've been saved. And some have impacted me. Some have made me question my own testimony. Uh-huh. Um, my testimony starts off with, I came to the Lord through through lost, um, being lost myself, but through the loss of many things in my life. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't raised in the church. There was no Bible in my home. There was no words spoken. Mm. Um, It was just a lifestyle of do what you will. Mm. You know, Um, I tend to call myself before I was saved. One of the people that Paul spoke of in Romans where, although they knew God, they did not worship him as God. Mm. I knew God. I knew Jesus. But I didn't want them in my life. I was perfectly fine living the way I was living with the mindset of I am a good person Mm -hmm. without knowing what good really is. Right. Because God is the standard in which all things are measured. Right. Uh And back then the standard was myself. I put myself in the position of God. Mm -hmm. Um, and just throughout the years as a young man, I thought God was good to me for giving me a nice home um a loving mother my father wasn't around but when he was he was loving and i thought things were all right with me and god it wasn't until my mother got sick and i was pretty young 22 Hmm. and i was given a decision that i don't think no child wants to their parent and I had to make a choice, life or death, mm. and this was—it's—it's—it's it's, it's even hard to explain. With the person who gave you life, you're now responsible if their life continues, mm. and I thought that was very unfair. And some blame I did give towards God, and I made the choice, um, maybe even selfishly. Mm. Uh, maybe even in vain. And that was really the first time in my life where I didn't want anything to do with God. I thought that if I am this good person, that good things will follow. That was my mindset. And it was just a few years later where I experienced that loss again with my best friend. Mm. And that's what really took me over the edge of, I don't want God. I don't need Christ. I don't need anything. This world that you created so beautifully, I don't even want it. You can have it. Give me the darkness that you so continuously hate. Mm. I want that darkness, because mm-hmm. that's giving me comfort. You're not giving me no comfort. You're allowing all this pain to come into my life. Right. And I've done nothing wrong to no man, no one. Very foolish thinking Mm -hmm. at that young age. Right. um, In hindsight. I went through a long period, about seven or eight years, very angry, upset, a lot of guilt. And oddly enough, it wasn't until a family barbecue where I was there, and I was stuck in my ways. I was perfectly fine just being alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No church, no fellowship, nothing. And while I'm at this barbecue, I see my cousins talking to this man. And my cousins are asking this man about being a good person. And is that enough to get into the kingdom? Mm-hmm. No, that did I didn't know that man was Pastor Albert, our pastor. Wow. hmm and he's explaining good, what good is, right. according to God's standard. Uh-huh. And that completely turned everything around for me. Right. And it wasn't until then, seven or eight years just in this darkness, where for the first time, it's as if my soul was crying out for help. I was keeping it um, away from that help. But for the first time, it was like, I allowed it to scream for help. And I made the decision to give my life to Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And once I did that, the biggest weight that I've been carrying for so many years was lifted. But little did I know, another weight was going to be added onto me to carry.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the cross. Right, And that is so much, at that time, heavy. Mm-hmm. Because I started to really understand what bearing your cross meant, what it meant to carry your cross, not just uh, a statement that we make. Oh, I carry my cross daily. I die daily. Do you? Are you just following etiquette? Where is that you hear in church, or are you actually living that life? Right. Mm-hmm. And it was early when I got saved where the testing of my faith
0: mm-hmm.
2: came into play. And... You know, dealing with the loss of my mom and the loss of a best friend and things just trickling down, I thought I can overcome anything if I've been through all that. Right. And early when I got saved, I found myself homeless on my own, mm-hmm. living in my car. And I allowed pride to keep me from reaching out for help. Mm -hmm. like that pride once did so long ago. The difference was I had Christ with me. And I I, I say this transparently and humbly. You don't, I feel the lower you get, the closer you get. Mm. You know, there's a saying, you know, you see more on your knees than standing up. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really got close. I really got to understand who Christ was and the love of the Father while I was in this state. And I told myself that if you're going to go all in on this, right, you just can't do this because your family's doing it, because you're not being genuine. You're just taking up a seat. You have to go all in, wholeheartedly. Right. And what that means is 100% trust 100 faith not 50 50 not 60 40 you have to be all in and i decided then i'm gonna go all in i'm just gonna trust you're sovereign over my life not me i am not in your position you're in your position you alone and you know since then the lord has been using me and just changing everything in my life. I sit here before you, before Brother Jamie, and five years ago, I was living in my car. Like, I, I was living in my car five years ago. That's a short amount of time. And I stand here now so blessed. You know, I, I got married last year. You know, I met the woman of my life, the woman that I love here at discipleship class in church. now married. We're expecting our first child in a few months. Just to see the turnaround and what what trusting in God would bring you. Mm-hmm. You know, the word says seek ye first the kingdom and all these things will be appointed to you. I never understood that. Even when I first became a believer, I never understood that. Now I do. And now I'm in a position where I'm thinking about my children. You know, I'm thinking about the future, how I'm going to raise them, give them the word, and just hold on to God's promises.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, train up a child in the way. When they go, they should not depart. And I'll be honest with you, that... It's a little nervous you know, like I'm a little nervous. I'm not scared because I'm not fearful. I don't have fear, just a little nervous because I see how the world is today. And I know in 10 to 20 years when they're at that age, it's going to be worse. Unless the Lord should tarry and we leave, Mm. you know? So I know as a, as a, as a parent to be, I have to be on guard of everything. I can't slack and nothing. I have to be that priest. I have to be that protector, that provider. And that's where I am now. You know, like I started with nothing. I grew up with so little. And the little that I did have when it was taken, I I got angry at God. Now all these years later. I don't require much, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I am comfortable and, and content with what God provides me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing that for me, as, as, as just a Christian who's been in this walk since 2015, I'm content. I do pray for more. Yes. But I, I, my prayer with my wife is, Lord, just keep us content and keep us humble with what you provide us. And let us not get discouraged or upset at anything that you allow to happen to us. Wow.
0: You know, you, you in talking to you, I know you were in a prodigal. You were not a prodigal in the sense that we discuss prodigals, but we talked earlier about the waywardness of piousness. Yeah. And with respect to that, you did believe that you were okay spiritually yeah. and you were your own standard yes. for, so to speak, godliness. You had a form of godliness, but you denied the power thereof. Right. And so while you're not the epitome of a prodigal, you were a prodigal in the sense that, again, um, you were your own standard. Yeah. And many of our prodigal sons and daughters uh, feel that they don't need Christ they feel that they're good enough you know some of our young people are many of our prodigal sons and daughters are spiritual? Right, they're involved in New Age or crystals or maybe meditation, burning of sage, burning of sage, yeah. or we hear words like holistic and what are the catchwords we have? Holistic and um, you know balance and that sort of thing. Yeah, involved in line, in, in line with the universe, alignment, alignment with the universe and energies, kind of energies yeah. and crystals and mm-hmm. rocks and yeah. positive and negative energy. Um, you know i live in monticello new york not too far from monticello there is a store that sells crystals and rocks and uh, all kinds of things that you can wear around your neck that are supposed to draw positive energy and ward off negative energy um again this is an uh a deception of the enemy anything to keep our young people from the true god and the truth of the gospel right Our brother is gonna be sharing with us a very appropriate spoken word piece, which he's gonna be doing. And the title of this piece, of all things is, The Prodigal. Prodigal. Brother Alex, please share it with us. Thank you. Prideful,
2: unapologetically young-minded, spiritually malnourished, abundantly thriving in the flesh in agreement with the idols of self-gratification, which tries to distort the importance of accountability, while truthful convictions remain unwelcomed and suppressed. Delusions of grandeur gives birth to visions of foolish intentions. Being wise to his own eyes, any challenge to his theology causes him to be contentious, leaving no room for wisdom to clear the distortion in the form of sound biblical correction. The temptations that derive from uncompromising disobedience brings forth hatred and lies infused with generational resentment. While self-righteousness and pride forces the intellect to unwind and become unteachable within the experiences of life's many valuable lessons. Drained from exhaustion has left this young man in search of direction as he walks down a path too dark to visualize and too cold to conceptualize. The stubbornness that enshrouds him is detrimental to his survival. And yet it's all due to his misplaced thinking and misguided misconception. Lost and confused, he begins to manifest feelings of feeling beaten and bruised. Feelings of being mistreated and used. His thoughts are those of a man who's been expecting to lose. See, there's absolutely nothing left to do but to engage in some personal self-reflection. But see, it's at that moment of understanding that whispers of unsettling fear and rejection enter his soul in order to persuade and encourage all acts of rebellion. Blind eyes lead to being led under a false sense of enlightenment. His turning away of the Holy Spirit has left his mind in a state of regression and his body unguarded and susceptible to demonic spiritual oppression. And though the world was instilled in him at an early age, his focus remained on his own selfish needs and worldly desires, that of which takes many who can't swim into the deep waters and since many living their life too fast down a road which only leads to destruction and an early grave. His decisions led him down a path towards sex, money and fame. Never ending failures led him down a path full of rage, anger and pain. The love he once had for himself died out as if removing oxygen from a smoldering flame. See, he can never perceive that his life would come to a complete and irreversible change. You see, even through the turmoil of regretful decisions, even through the agony of having the bare minimum of provisions, sleepless nights drowned in tears, restless days engulfed in fear, the unknown reality of not knowing if you'll even make it through the entire year. Throughout all of that, there was still hope. You see, he held on to a hope one can only dream of in his condition. A hope so powerful its influence and mere existence is enough to empower his mind, body, and soul, and so powerful that it can rewrite every wrong he's committed and completely change his position. So powerful it could breathe life into a dead dream, overpower any doubts and insecurities from within. It could take someone who was so lost and show them a new way, give them a new purpose, establish a new meaning to their life, transforming the old into the new and a life-changing transition. So what is this hope? It's the understanding that going home at one point in time may have seemed out of suggestion or reason, but now there's a realization that open arms await their return and that the love for the son was never in doubt or even in question. It's what gives the countless mothers and fathers the strength to pray for their wayward children. It's what gives them the strength to continue to move forward all the while trusting in him to bring them home. It's what gives the prodigal the courage to leave behind the entices of the world and what gives the prodigal the strength to return back home unashamed and without fear. You see, for I once was lost myself and it was only through prayer and only through hope that I was able to return back to the Father. So I say this to encourage you. Continue to pray without ceasing for your prodigal. Continue to remain faithful and don't lose hope. For although they may be lost, our God can guide them back home.
0: Wow, that was beautiful. What? Let me ask you, what, was, um, what were the thoughts that inspired you to, aside from the fact that you're going to be on the podcast, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, that was very inspirational. What led you to those words and, and, and to write that?
2: I, um, I have a sister mm. who's a prodigal. Okay. Um, she, she knows the word. She knows the Lord, but, um, as of date, she has turned away from him and she is living a lifestyle that, um, goes against the word of God. And I pray for her daily. I pray for her return. Um, she, she's lost hope. She's lost hope and at one point i lost hope for her but it was just through prayer fasting and seeking counsel that i can't give up on her you know she's she's my sister she's not my child and i can't i i can't sit here and say i understand what some parents are going through with their children. Mm -hmm. But just as someone who has someone that they love, that they've drifted so far away from God, so far, I love her so much that I, I want to do anything to bring her back. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: But I also know that I can't put myself in the position to be the Holy Spirit all I can do is keep her in prayer. And at times when I speak to her, to just pour into her, even if she's rejecting it, just pour into her. Um, and that's hard. It's hard. But that was one of the inspirations to write this. right? Because we can't lose hope. Mm. We can't give up on our children or on your brothers, your sisters, mm. even your parents. Because we have many children. I work with the youth and we have many children who they are saved, but their parents are wayward.
0: Prodigal parents.
2: Yes. Wow. So we can't give up. We're not supposed to give up. Mm. We're supposed to fight until the end, Mm. right? Continue running your race Mm. until it's over. And that's part of the race Mm. is praying for those who are lost to return home.
0: What's, uh, What's your sister's name? Her name is Bernice. Bernice. Yes. No secret as to why I'm asking you her name. <laughs> there is no way. She may not be your son and daughter, but she is a prodigal son and daughter of somebody. and She's a prodigal sister. Yes. And so we're going to add Bernice's name to our prayer list, and we're going to pray for her tonight, for her deliverance yes. and salvation. She is added on. Now, the Word of God says, wherever two or more are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. Yes. Now, Brother Alex is my co-host, but I'm going to go out on the limb and ask if our Brother Jamie would be the two or more that we're going to touch and agree on with prayer. We have yes. 10 prayer requests. Bernice is number 10. Amen. And we're going to go down name by name. Each one of these individuals is a precious soul to the Lord. Now, while we're going down these prayer requests don't think because we've reached a time of prayer that it's too late for you if you have a prayer request chat text it in we will get it in we are not going to stop we are not going to go off the air until everyone is prayed for and anyone who wants to call in a prayer request calls in a prayer request so as we're praying If you wish to call in, chat in, text in a prayer request, do so, and we will bring it before the throne of grace in prayer, petition, and supplication, and yes, rebuking the powers of darkness and casting them away from your prodigal, our prodigal sons and daughters and sisters. We're gonna go on down the line here. Our first prayer request is for a young lady by the name of Valentina valentina is the daughter the young daughter of two of our members here at soul purpose evangelical church and valentina is one of many young people who are stuck in the web of addiction it is a stronghold we mentioned strongholds in one of our previous podcasts the stronghold of addiction and Valentina is not saved, and her parents are praying and hoping that Valentina enter treatment. And so I'm going to ask our brother Alex to lead us in a prayer for Valentina's deliverance and salvation. Valentina is her name.
2: Valentina. Father God, I just stand in the gap for Valentina. I just pray that wherever she may be at this night, this hour, that you reach her and i pray that you give her the strength to overcome all forms of addiction Mm -hmm. that may be holding on to her i pray for the holy spirit to to touch her in a way that the conviction overpowers the addiction father god and that i pray that she not only trusts in you but to have faith in you as well um we know that Trust and faith go hand in hand, and sometimes we don't have enough faith, even though we are given that amount of faith, sometimes we, we, um, we seem to lose it as the struggles of life that we go through. And I just want to pray that you uplift her, I pray a covering over her, a hedge of protection, and I pray against all forms of addiction that she may be struggling with in the name of Jesus and that she herself comes to an understanding that she cannot do this alone and that she needs you and for her to come back to you and for her not to be discouraged or to even think that that's a that's not a possibility for you are always there for us with open arms so i pray that you give her the strength you take away any fear or doubt that she has in her mind and i pray for the holy spirit to interject into our life and allow it to proceed back to you father in jesus name i pray amen amen
0: our next prayer request is for a young lady by the name of angelica and angelica is related to two young men who i've been in contact with and our brother jamie uh is familiar with angelica is another young lady who is stuck in a wayward life living apart from christ maybe hostile towards the gospel and involved in certain activities and certain things and our brothers in christ have requested that we lift angelica up in prayer Again, also praying if there are any addictions or vices or illicit lifestyles or activities that Angelica is involved in, that she be delivered from them, that her heart her heart be open to the gospel, her mind be opened, her ears opened, and that she eventually confess Christ as Lord. I'm going to ask if our brother Jamie, who is familiar with the um relatives of Angelica, to lift Angelica up in prayer. Brother Jamie. Certainly we come
3: before the Lord today, Father God. Lord, mm. we thank and praise you, Lord, for who you are, Father God. You are sovereign, Father God. You are holy, Lord. We know and trust, Father God, that you can do all things but fail, Father God. So right now we lift Angelica up, Father, to you, Father God, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would just come into her life, Lord. Do whatever it is, uh, it is that you need to do, Father, to draw her close to you, Lord. Break the chains of bondage that are upon this girl, Father God, Lord. Lord, she's looking to fill that hole that we all have father god lord we who are saved know that it's only you and your holy spirit within us that can satisfy father god lord Mm. let her find no satisfaction in any vice father god in any drug or alcohol or anything else father god lord as a matter of fact make it distasteful distasteful to her father god lord Mm. make it Make her sick, Father God, so that she won't touch it again, Father God, Lord. We come against the the whispers of the enemy, Father God, that would try and tell her that she's done too much, that she's too far gone, that there's no hope in her life. We we speak against that, Father God. We speak life into this young woman's life, Father God, Lord. We know that you are capable of turning this situation around, Father God. We ask that you would just do it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for encouragement for the family, Father God, Lord, that they would not be discouraged father god lord that they would trust in you trust in your timing trust in your way father god lord lord we ask all
0: these things in jesus precious name thank you amen amen, amen. amen. i'm going to take the next two uh, our next prayer request is for the adult son again of two members of soul purpose evangelical church this adult son's name is edgar edgar lives i believe in new york city uh, edgar is involved as described to me in an illicit lifestyle uh, doing things and engaging in activities um, which he's enjoying but are not in alignment with what god wants edgar has a young child a young daughter who according to what i've been told may be exposed to the lifestyle that edgar is living now the parents of edgar have prayed that he be willing to come to church and hear the word of god preached and we prayed for that for a while and edgar did indeed show up for a service here at soul purpose we're going to pray that the lord continue to touch his heart open up his mind that he come back for a service to hear the word of god we're going to pray for his deliverance his salvation we're going to pray for his young daughter too a hedge of protection around her let's pray Heavenly Father, we just lift up this gentleman, Edgar, to you in prayer, the adult son of two of our brothers and sisters here at Soul Purpose. And Lord, we don't know all the details. You know exactly what Edgar is doing, who he's with, the things he's involved with, the people he's inviting to his home, the activities he's participating in. And Lord, I touch and agree with what my brother Jamie said earlier. First and foremost, Give Edgar a distaste for the things that he's doing, Lord God. Open up his eyes to see that these things are a waste of time and can only lead him to a Christless grave. Lord, let him see, convict him of his sin. Open up his eyes to what he's doing. Let him see the signs of the times, the wastefulness, the uselessness. Of engaging in worldly pleasure, like we mentioned earlier, Heavenly Father. Give him absolutely no rest. He may, in his own mind, think he's enjoying these activities. I pray, Lord God, that you don't give Edgar any rest. You disrupt his sleep, disrupt his mind. The Holy Spirit, convict him of a sin. And we rebuke the powers of darkness that are holding Edgar in bondage, making him believe that it's okay to do these things. They're not harmful. And he can give his life to Christ at a later date. We rebuke those thoughts. We rebuke the power of the enemy. And we claim Edgar for Christ. We plead your blood over him, Lord Jesus. Touch his heart and mind. Lord, let the gospel get to him again and again. It may be a Christian co-worker. It may be a gospel tract that's given to him the testimony of his parents whatever vehicle you choose lord god do whatever it takes to save edgar knock him off a horse and blind him if necessary his eternal soul is what's important lord god save edgar's soul convict him of his sin deliver him of whatever is holding him in bondage and fill him with your holy spirit make him the man of god that you know you can make him to be we pray for this young daughter heavenly father you put a hedge of protection around her a battalion of angels guarding over her so that no harm comes to her until these prayers are answered heavenly father and you make this your household filled with your holy spirit protect this young child lord god and guard this home we commit all these things to you in jesus name amen our next prayer request you know brother jamie shared earlier that his son and his his, i'm sorry his daughter china came to a saving knowledge of jesus christ not too long ago Uh, china's an adult and she had a friend named alexa they both accepted christ as their lord and savior but it won't end there there is no way the enemy is going to allow this to go uncontested And we're sure that Satan is going to work overtime to lure them back into old lifestyles and old habits. So we're going to pray. We're going to thank God for China and Alexa's salvation. And we're going to pray against the forces of darkness that will try to lure them back. And that the Holy Spirit, we know, will keep them in hand. We're going to pray for their continued perseverance in the faith. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for godly parents first of all. My brother Jamie and my brother and my sister India. And Lord, we thank you for their child China and China's friend Alexa. Lord God, it was a hard road. A lot of anxiety, a lot of prayers, maybe sleepless nights, but you answered prayer, Lord God. The the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much, and all things are possible to those who believe. And my brother Jamie and sister India trusted and believed that you would answer prayer in your own way, in your own time. And it came to pass, and we thank you, we praise you for China's salvation and Alexa's salvation but lord right now we pray for their continued perseverance in the faith fill them both with your holy spirit baptize them in the holy ghost with the gift of tongues as the spirit gives utterance with power from on high give both china and alexa an upper room experience the filling of the holy spirit power for holy living and perseverance and continuance in the faith despite persecution or the whispers of the enemy to come back to old lifestyles we commit china and alexa into your hands lead them to a bible believing christ preaching deliverance focused church give them a hunger both of them a hunger for your word holy spirit speak to them in their times of prayer and devotions use them for your honor and glory bless these two women of god and keep them in the hollow of your hand they're both going to be raptured when the trumpet blows and we thank you and praise you for that continue to keep china and alexa and bless their lives in jesus name amen this next request i'm going to give to our brother alex and the prayer is for joshua a young man who is the son of our pastor albert feliciano and pastor's wife, Frankie Feliciano. And Joshua, also, like many young people we have mentioned and other young people are stuck in the web of addiction. And Brother Alex, I know you know Joshua personally, so we're going to give this prayer request to you for his deliverance from addiction and that God mold him and make him and save him and deliver him.
2: Father God, I left my brother Joshua up to you. father i pray that by any means break this addiction that has a hold over his life do whatever it must take i pray that you give him the strength to fight against this addiction that has held him down for so many years that has caused so many problems Father God, lift his spirit up. The anger, the confusion, the guilt, I pray that you take it away. Take all that away and replace it with joy, replace it with a hope. Lord, we read in your word that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. I pray that prayer, I pray that word over Joshua right now, for I know he is suffering. And I pray that you give him a sound mind, for the addiction that that has has a hold on him is an addiction that I myself have, have been through, I've overcome it through Christ. And through your word. And I just pray that you allow him to to meet someone along the way. To pour the gospel into him. To treat him the way that he feels that he's not getting treated. He's lost. And I pray that you send someone to to bring him back to you. I pray that Joshua comes to an understanding that he himself cannot do it all. He knows your word, Father. He knows you. Yet he is choosing the things of this world over you. And even in in his mind, he may feel like it's okay. Convict him. Convict him more than he's ever been convicted. Break him, Father. Break him. Take him to a point where he realizes that he can't make it without you. And he throws this this substance away. This substance that's been destroying him for so many years. Father, I thank you for watching over him. Continue covering him continue guiding his steps for I know you have not failed him I know you have not left him behind and I, I, I thank you personally for still allowing him to be here for I know he has a purpose and I pray that he the scales from his eyes are lifted so that he may see the purpose that you have for him and that he may understand the love that you continuously give him and the grace you continually pour out on him. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Amen.
0: This next request I would take, but there's no way I'm going to be able to pray this next request without getting choked up and getting stuck. <laughs> my own daughter and son, my daughter Megan and my son Michael for their deliverance from the things they're involved with and their salvation. Uh, Brother Jamie is familiar with these issues. Uh, My son, I don't know if he's saved. I know he reads the Bible, uh, but I don't know if he's ever committed his life to Christ. And my daughter, again, uh, Brother Jamie is familiar with uh, the issues that, uh, that I'm facing with my own two prodigals which was the inspiration for this podcast. So I'm going to ask my brother Jamie if he will lift up my daughter Megan and my son Michael in prayer for their deliverance and salvation. Amen. Father God, Lord, we
3: come before you today, Father. Lord, we're here all together in one accord and of one mind and of one spirit, Father God, Lord, and we lift my brothers, um, dear children, up to you, Father God, Lord, Lord, they've gone astray, Father God, Lord, but you can bring them back to you, Father God, Lord. Lord, we come against all the lies of the enemy and of the world that have been fed into them, Father God, Lord. We come against the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of self that exists within them, Father God, Lord. We know that... we need you they need you father god so lord we ask again that you would just do what it is that needs to be done father god some of us we need to be broken down father god so that you can build us back up we all do we all do and right now we pray father god lord we pray for their souls father god lord we pray against the the lies and the hand of the enemy that's coming against them father god lord break every obstacle every chain father god lord clear the path to you father god lord we pray right now for truth of of your word that would come to them and enlighten them father god lord that they would come to the knowledge that they need a savior they can't do this on their own there's nothing that this world has to offer any of us mm. any of us father god only you are what's going to fill the hole that's within. Only you are what is worthy to seek, Father God, for it's eternal life that we have to gain, Father God, Lord. And we want to be there with you. We want our children there with you, Father God, Lord. I've seen it in my children, Father God. I know what you're doing right now, Father God, Lord. We believe that you are making a way, Father God, even right now, Lord. You're changing minds, Father God, Lord. And we ask that you would just do, again, whatever it needs that needs to be done to bring them to you, Father God. God, Lord and we're trusting and believing we're thanking you for the work that you're doing and that you're doing right now father God Lord we we ask that you would just make anything that isn't like you just distasteful give them no rest in what they feel um, that they're um, satisfied in father God Lord no rest at all so that they would uh, hunger you father uh, hunger for you father God we know that um They have God-fearing parents, Father God, Lord, and we thank you for them. Encourage them, Father God, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father God, right now, Lord. Speak um, life into their lives and life into the parents' lives, and I ask these things in your precious name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Brother Jamie. Several weeks ago, we had a mom call in. By the name of mary ellen and her and her husband kevin have a beautiful daughter by the name of gabby and the concerns that were expressed were for gabby's soul her salvation and gabby is as far as we know not saved has not surrendered her life to christ but there have been battles with certain activities certain frames of mind depression Hostility towards the gospel and perhaps several other things. And the mom called in and she was upset. And so tonight we're going to pray for this young woman, Gabby. Again, like the others, deliverance, salvation, truth revealed, freedom from bondage. And we're also going to pray at the end of this podcast for the parents. Of all these prodigals. But first, let's lift up this young lady, Gabby, in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you. We thank you for godly parents who love their children and want to see them come to the foot of the cross. We lift up this young lady by the name of Gabby. Heavenly Father, you know all the details. We don't know them. We know some, but not all of them. You know. Lord God, what Abby's involved with, the way she's thinking, things she's doing, the people she's hanging out with, the places that she's going, the thoughts that she's having. Father, we pray that you open up her eyes to truth. Let truth be revealed. Let her see and come to a realization of her need for you Lord Jesus she needs to get saved we want to see Gabby get saved her parents want her to be saved sanctified delivered and filled with your spirit give Gabby no peace Lord whatever she's doing or involved with that she thinks is giving her satisfaction we pray that you give her a distaste to it Lord God If there's hardness of the heart, resistance to the gospel, she doesn't want to hear the word of God, doesn't want to pray or go to church. We pray, Lord God, that you open up her mind, soften her heart. Let her see the need for you. Bring her to the foot of the cross. And yes, do what needs to be done to save this young lady so that she accepts you, Lord Jesus, as her Lord and Savior and gets raptured and spends eternity with you in heaven we pray against the forces of darkness which are going to fight against this prayer as with the other prayers are not going to allow these prayers to get answered the prince and the power of the air will interfere or make attempts to interfere we rebuke these forces of darkness we cast them away from gabby and this household commanding them to take their hands off this young lady her parents and this home We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we plead the blood of Christ over this young lady. Deliverance for Gabby, salvation for Gabby, the filling of the Holy Spirit. We plead and pray for her salvation. We cover her in your blood, Lord God. We believe you for the answer for her salvation. It's done. In your own way and in your own time, Heavenly Father. We commit this young lady into your hands. She will be on the road. If she's not on it already, Lord God, we thank you and praise you for Gabby's deliverance and salvation. It may come tonight. It may come tomorrow. It may come whenever. But it will come. It will happen. We trust you. We entrust Gabby into your care, into your hands. And we believe you for the answer for her salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Going to take the next prayer request as well. We had a anonymous request which came in earlier. There is a parent that has a daughter, and this daughter needs to enter treatment for addiction. And this parent is trying to find a suitable program for their child. And so we're going to pray that the Lord guide this family to the appropriate program where this child will get the best treatment. We're also going to pray. For deliverance from drug addiction, most of all, salvation. We don't have the names. That's okay. The Lord knows the details. Let's touch and agree in prayer. Father, we don't have any names. We don't have all the details. Like maybe some other requests, but Lord, you know what needs to be done. You see this young lady that is in bondage, the stronghold of drug addiction. And we first and foremost pray that you guide this family to a program that she can enter to receive the help that she needs give these parents wisdom give them guidance throw in their way a phone number an address a resource that they need to contact to put their daughter into the right treatment program we pray for this young lady the addiction the stronghold of addiction holding young people in bondage. We pray for this young lady that you give her strength, her sobriety, strength to fight against this addiction. We pray for her salvation as well, Lord God. We don't know how it's going to come about. Maybe she'll read a Bible, read a gospel track, hear a Christian song. Maybe there'll be somebody in treatment who's a believer. We don't know. Lord, we pray for this young lady. We pray for her deliverance from addiction. It may happen overnight, miraculously it may be a process, but we commit this young lady into your hands. We pray that truth be revealed to her mind and her heart. If she's hardened to the gospel perhaps, you soften her heart and open her mind and open her ears so that she'll listen and be receptive. Plant your word in her heart and mind, let it fall on good ground, bringing forth fruit. Bless this young lady. Save her soul. Deliver her from the demonic stronghold of drug addiction, which has destroyed so many lives. We we won't let it destroy this young lady's life. We won't let it destroy the life of Joshua or anybody else, Angelica or Valentina. We pray for deliverance and salvation for this young lady and all those who are in bondage to addiction. We commit her into your hands, and we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. amen Amen. I'm gonna give this next prayer request to our brother Alex we have um a brother and sister here at soul purpose and they have a son ironically his name is Joshua as well many of the same issues Joshua is entering treatment for the stronghold of addiction and I'd like you to pray for his deliverance and salvation let the Lord deliver him from this demonic stronghold, his sobriety as well.
2: Amen. Father God, lift my brother Joshua into your hands right now. Father, I pray for renewing of his mind. Pray for doing the strength to go through this process which he is about to enter. Give him the strength to, to not shy away and to not run away from, from seeking help, seeking deliverance. Father, I pray that any vices that he is addicted to that any attempts to engage in these in these vices backfire on him. Father, I pray against his circle of influence, if they do him harm, if they keep him away from you, destroy it, let it cease to exist. Father, I pray that an, uh, a, a heavenly, divine understanding come before him, for him to understand that you can you can run away, but for so long. No man, no one wants to hear the words, depart from me, for I never knew you. And Father, I pray that he comes to an understanding. I pray his eyes are opened. That he can see that the the longer he runs from you, the closer to his own demise he's getting. I pray for those in this program that are going to, to reach out and help him. I pray to give them strength, Father, and to encourage him along this path that he's going to take. And for him to know that he's not alone, that his parents, his friends, his brothers and sisters here at the church, standing in the gap for him, Father, let him let him turn to you and not away from you. I pray strength for his parents right now. Lift them up, Father. Give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. Let them continue to be faithful to you. Continue to pray. And to know that he is in good hands. You have a hold of him. Father, if his heart may be hardened towards you, break away the stone covering his heart. Chip away at it. Let the Holy Spirit reveal to him the things that he's been denying for so long. I thank you, Father, for my brother. I stand in the gap for him. And I pray for a continual of of protection over him, over his life. For we know the enemy is after him. For we know that the enemy has been trying to get his hands on him for so long. but he's making the right steps. And I pray that you continue giving him the strength and, and sound mind to make good judgments and good calls and to leave the vices and entices of the world behind for they're all, they're all but an illusion. It grants temporary satisfaction. But we seek eternal. And allow him to continue to understand that. And if he's not if he's not understanding that, Father, then reveal it to him by any means necessary. Mm. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen. I'm going to have our brother Jamie pray for this next request. Our brother Alex shared earlier about his sister, Bernice, and her need for salvation and deliverance from whatever it is he is keeping her from surrendering her life to christ she's not a prodigal son or daughter she's not a prodigal daughter to alex but she's a prodigal she's god's prodigal he's a prodigal sister so brother Jamie, will you please pray for bernice We thank you, Father God, Lord. We thank you for my brother
3: Alex and his petition for his sister Bernice, Father God, Lord. We know that you love her, Father God, Lord. There is nothing that can separate us from your love, Father God, Lord. Show that to her, Father God. Show yourself to her, Father God, Lord. Lord, we come against, again, the lies of the enemy, the lies of this world that have Uh, infested her mind, Father God, Lord, that they spew at um, everybody every single day, Father God, Lord. We, We come against that, Lord. Just bind the mouth of the enemy, Father God, Lord. Mute him. Make him mute, deaf, dumb, Father God, Lord. We come against... Um, discouragement, Father God, in her life, Lord. Whatever she's been through, I don't know what she's been uh, through, Father God, but you do, Lord. You know how to put her back together again, Lord. You know how to put her on the right path, Father God, Lord. And we ask that you would do that right now, even as we are speaking right now, Father God, Lord. Touch her, Father God, Lord. Show her your love, Father God, Lord, because we're all looking for that, Father God, Lord. Nothing is going to fill that empty space in our lives, Father, but you, Father God, Lord. Let her find no satisfaction in anything in this world father god lord there's nothing in this world that um is any good right. for us father god lord we we're looking for your return soon father god so lord we ask that you would do it in your time father god lord but just do it father god lord in the name of jesus lord i pray for encouragement for her family father god lord in the name of jesus as well father god we pray these things in jesus name thank you Lord.
0: amen amen, amen. this last prayer request i'm going to take And then, after I pray this prayer, I'm going to say a prayer for all the parents of these prodigals, which we've lifted up before the throne of grace. Our last request is on behalf of our sister, Noemi, who is a blessed sister here at Soul Purpose. And she's asking for prayer for her three adult children who are also prodigals. Let's touch and agree in prayer. Lord, I thank you so much for my sister, Noemi, a godly woman who is burdened for the salvation of her three prodigal children and lord you know their names you know where they live you know the details of their households and the details of their lives what they're doing who they're with what the concerns are lord you know what are the barriers that are keeping people from accepting you it may be a love of pleasure a waywardness of piousness it may be just religiosity whatever it is lord god you see these three adults father we pray first and foremost that if each one of these has a resistance to the gospel you break down the hardness of their hearts if they have a closed mind if they don't want to hear the gospel maybe they think that they're okay spiritually they don't need christ or there's time you break down and tear down these lies of the enemy Now is the appointed time. Now is the day of salvation. It is appointed unto once for men to die. And after this to judgment, let them come to this realization. There is no time left. And now is the appointed time. Open up their eyes to the urgency and the necessity of surrendering their lives to Christ now. Not next week, not tomorrow, but now. Convict all three of them of their sin, convict all three of their need for you. Whatever it is they're involved with, no matter what it is, a certain lifestyle, alcohol, whatever it is, Lord God, success, wealth, a love of prosperity, whatever it is, Lord God, give them a distaste for it. Give none of them any peace at night. Give them sleepless nights until they realize peace that passes all understanding Can be theirs if they surrender their lives to you lord jesus convict them of their sin bring the salvation of their souls deliver them from whatever they are all three in bondage to just commit them into your hands again do what needs to be done for these adult children for their salvation it's a scary thing to pray they are in the best hands possible your hands we commit all three of these young adults to your hands for their salvation we thank you for the answer and lord i want to say a prayer right now for the parents of all these prodigals and alex as well he's the brother of bernice lord the enemy can whisper in our ears no way they're going to be saved Other people might, but they're too deeply embedded in sin. This is a lie of the enemy. I pray that you give every single one of the parents and relatives of these prodigals peace of mind, that they're in the best hands possible, that you will answer these prayers. It may happen right away. It may be a process. They may get up right away like Matthew and the fishermen, or they may have to be knocked off a horse and blinded. Give all of them a Damascus Road experience, if necessary, so that they get saved and are raptured with all of us. We don't want to see any of them in a Christless eternity. We want them all to be saved. We commit these parents into your hands. Give us all strength, perseverance, encouragement, and peace of mind until the answer to prayer comes, which we know is already here. In Jesus' name, amen well we've come to the end of our podcast and we definitely did go over brother Jimmy I apologize for that but as the spirit leads we usually go from seven to eight but who are we to tell the spirit of God hey time's up right and so we praise and thank God for this podcast and we just thank God brother Alex I want to thank you for being with us tonight and sharing your gift of spoken word. Do you have any closing thoughts for us?
2: Oh, yes. I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be here this evening. And um, just all the parents out there, continue to pray without ceasing. Um, Don't get discouraged. Don't lose hope. And if you have a prodigal in the home, um, like you spoke earlier, there's some prodigals in the home. Mm -hmm um let us just be mindful and have discernment and not be naive of the things of the world and what's going on in their lives Mm. um the enemy we we were made in the image of god and the enemy is trying to distort that image so we can so when we see our faults we see he wants us to see him Mm. and we must be mindful of that with our children in the home young children teenagers Even adults, we have children that are adults. Um, But let us be mindful that things are going in this world and not just push it aside. Mm -hmm. Um, Let us confront it, have no fear, right? God did not give a spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. And let us continue putting our trust and faith in Him. And we know all things meant for evil will work for good. And that um, through prayer and hope, our children will return home
0: yes amen brother jamie any closing thoughts for us no okay well again we've come to the end of our podcast we will be on the air again thursday february 2nd and although we have come to the end of our prayer time during our podcast it will not be the end of praying for these prodigals we will continue in prayer throughout the week for these prayer requests i don't want anyone to think that we pray once a week for these requests these requests are lifted up before the throne of grace during the week as well so take comfort in that and be strengthened in that we will continue praying for these requests i want to thank my brother alex for co-hosting the show with me and my brother jamie for being on the board and his insights as well until next thursday february 2nd i want to encourage all of us who are parents of prodigals continue fervent in prayer being watchful therein and watch the road your prodigal my prodigal all of our prodigals will be on it god bless you and good night